The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful you're with me again this week. Today, we officially move into the beginning of my one-year contract, and I'm very moved by the response that I'm receiving from you all. The number of people listening has more than doubled in a month. And we've added over 20 regions that we're reaching. We now have 6,500 listeners from 90 different regions across the world. It's actually a little hard for me to take in. So I'll just say thank you. And remind you that if you have a question during the show, call us at one 472 5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. And email now or between shows to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. And if you're listening to a podcast or think of a question after the show, the phone number to call is one 214 Seven three six four four six zero. That's one two one four seven three six four four six zero. Or email to drpaulajoyce at gmail dot com. We had a great show last week with Dwan Washington on the healing power of color. If you missed it, be sure to listen to the podcast, as well as our other shows on healing through color and sound with Elisaveta Nersesova and Amara. Today, we have another wonderful show planned for you with two guests. Our first guest, Liz Metric, will talk with us about reflexology and its ability to help you relax and regain balance and energy. Then Rosemary Hall will share with us her journey of healing from PTSD due to childhood abuse and how my group coaching creative problem solving meetup group has helped her. I want to talk more about the power of color, but first I want to share some great feedback from a listener. Melanie from New York writes, 
You were my hero. You told us that 90% of all self-talk is negative. I've always characterized myself as a worry ward. Understanding that everyone has all of these negative thoughts helped me change my thinking. Now, every time I'm aware of a negative thought, I just push it aside, telling myself, it's just my left brain. I don't need to listen to that. You've helped me so much. Thank you. To Melanie, I want to say thank you. You're the real hero for taking the information and using it. Knowledge is only the beginning. It's up to each of you to use it to change your life. I'm grateful that you are and that you shared your success success with us. I want to hear more from all of you about your victories and your struggles so I can help you remove the blocks from your achieving what you want in life. And now about color. As I've mentioned before, I'm an artist. I paint on silk and other fabrics as well as doing watercolors on paper and acrylics on canvas and mixed media pieces with my hand-painted silks and wire that I sculpt. For me, painting is an adventure and I love exploring new avenues. My love of creating from my intuition has led to my combining my artistic talents with my desire to help people heal and have better lives. One way that I do this is by painting people's soul colors and the clothing of their choice, something they provide or one of my silk jackets or scarves. It doesn't matter. I just need to have something white to paint on. I prefer to have a finished garment because then I can create a flow to the piece. When you paint on a flat piece of cloth and then cut it up and sew it, it's disjointed. The garment feels choppy, blocked, and stiff. When I paint the garment the way it will be worn, it has a natural feeling, movement and flow that makes it more connected to the person wearing it and affects the way they feel and look. When you're wearing your soul colors, you're able to connect with and express your limitless self with ease. It helps you feel the joy of your soul, attract good luck and opportunity, and achieve more than you ever thought possible. Your soul colors are different from your aura. Your aura changes depending upon your growth, health, and mood in the moment. Your soul colors never change. They express who you are at the deepest levels and who, are, who you are meant to be when all of the masks are off and the authentic, limitless you is present. People sometimes ask me to look at them and tell them what their soul colors are. That isn't my particular gift. When I'm painting, I'm guided to certain colors, so I don't know beforehand what they will be, but I do know that they are always accurate. 
I've learned to trust that the angels are painting through me or however you want to think of it, the universe, God. I know that spiritual energy is painting through me because I've had enough animals, peoples, and people and angels appear in my paintings that I did not intentionally put there. So I know I'm just a vehicle for what needs to be painted. My job has been to learn to trust the process and find the joy in it rather than getting caught up in wondering if I'm doing it right or if it'll look okay. It always hits the mark. Every time I try to direct the process, it circumvents me and emerges the way it's supposed to. One of my clients, Abraham Rose, wrote, You took my plain white shirt and jacket, applied your magic, and wow, I wore my soul-painted clothing yesterday for the first time, and I felt my vibration skyrocket. Yes, I felt the joy of my soul. I felt absolutely beautiful. I was radiating and people were noticing and commenting. I can't wait to be photographed wearing my beautiful new things. You have a rare and precious gift. I'm eager to tell others about you. I want the world to know. Another client, Mary Bruce, who asked me to paint her soul colors on a dress that she was going to use as a matron of honor. And she wrote, my dress is so beautiful on me. I love my soul colors. Your wearable art works. It is inspired by life. And I get that about you. My dress is one of a kind, unique only to me. I love to think about wearing it for an event and always get compliments. It's great to feel my best when wearing my soul colors. If you want to see some of my special designs, you can go to my paulajoyce.com website, click on spiritual services, and then on inspiring joy, clothing for the soul. You will see a number of my hand-painted soul color garments there. Also, the silk jacket and and scarf that I was photographed in for my radio show banner and for my website are my soul colors. I painted it for myself before I even realized that they were my soul colors. And that's what I mean about trusting myself, to know that what I need always comes through. You can see more of my artwork on my website, paulajoycedesigns.com. That's designs with an S at the end, paulajoycedesigns.com. What I've discovered is that it's also fulfilling for me to paint items for people and the colors that help them attract what's important to them. It acts like an affirmation. Only the colors rather than the words draw to you what you want. So like Dwan was saying last week, some colors bring abundance and some attract love. Others attract physical or emotional healing. I do special orders for people to help them attract what they want more of in their life. 
and it comes to them in a positive way. Sometimes we learn lessons through fear or negativity. That isn't the case when you consciously work with the pure vibrations of color. I've also found that certain colors help people transition into the next life. I've painted scarves or jackets for people who are in the end stages of their life to make the transition happen with more ease and less pain. And I've painted garments to bury people in, again, to help their spirit transition to the next life with more ease. It all helps. Not only the patient or the deceased person is helped, but it eases but it eases the pain of the loss for those who are mourning. The colors have a soothing and calming effect. And as Dwan pointed out last week, you don't have to wear the colors for them to have a positive effect on you and your ability to attract what you want. The colors and the images in my paintings create different energies that help people to manifest their dreams. Just like different colors have meaning, different animals and birds have meaning also. When you combine the color and the images, it multiplies the power of attraction. We are often drawn to certain paintings because we intuitively understand this. Or certain pieces of clothing or certain colors, even if they're not what somebody says makes our skin look best. To make conscious choices, however, can increase the power Because as Dwan said, our intentions are very important in creating what we want. When you combine your intention with the appropriate color and image, you can bring into your life what you want with more ease and speed. If you would like more information, contact me through my website, paulajoyce.com. We can determine which of my designs or artwork is best for you, and I can email you photos so that we can work together on it. Right now, I want to introduce to you my first guest, Liz Metric. She has been practicing reflexology since 1974. She was trained by the founders of Life Stress Research Incorporated in Tyler, Texas. Then in 2010, she increased her level of knowledge by studying with the founder and director of the American Academy of Reflexology in Burbank, California. She's a member of the Texas Reflexology Association and the Reflexology Association of America. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you're enjoying our program, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and like us on Facebook. 
Also, if you want any of the books that have been written by past guests, also go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and click on Resources, where you will see all of the books available through Amazon from all of the guests I've had since the beginning of the show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Liz Metric to talk with us about reflexology. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Welcome back. And if you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. And you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We're here with Liz Metric, who's going to talk with us about reflexology. Hi, Liz. Hi, Dr. Paula. How are you? 
Great. And I just want to mention that um, Liz and I know each other because we both work at the Dallas Yoga Center Wellness Center in Dallas, Texas. Yes, we do. <laughs> so welcome to the show. And um, I, I know you've been that this is a love of yours and a passion of yours that feels like your mission in life. Um, yes, absolutely. It is a, um, it has been, you know, since 1974, um, because it is a very subtle, um, way of balancing the body, relaxing the systems so they can be in good timing for the homeostasis of the body. We're, we're working on de-stressing, so there will be a dis-ease within the systems. What does homeostasis mean? Um, it means for the betterment of the, and the wellness and balancing of the body. Um, it's just for the, you know, just making... Um, all the systems. You know, the body has 12 systems that we deal with, starting from the skin um, to the muscles to the skeleton to the circulatory. You're looking at blood and lymphatics and nerves, and then they go into the digestion and the endocrine and reproductive and urinary tracts and respiratory. All of these systems, if one is off, then the timing is off in the others. Um, it has been proven in many instances that reflexology is a subtle way of um, putting the systems back into perfect timing. And um, Dr. Paula, what I do is I work with uh, the integration of the systems with the hands, feet, and ears. Um, you know, working. If, if, if I, I want to hear more about that, but I just mm -hmm. want to um, make this a little bit more understandable for me. I think that what you're saying is, is that if something is not in sync timing-wise with, if one system is out of sync then that may be subject to dis-ease or disease. So like this morning, I woke up with congestion, and it took me, uh, you know, a couple hours of my doing what I know I can do to help myself so that I can clear that. But if you had been available, you might have been able to work on me to clear that and bring that system in harmony with the rest of my body. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Um, on the hands, the feet, and the ears, there are maps that have, are, have the reflexes of every organ within the body. Um, and congestion um, is little irritating. It's actually stress. Um, stress occurs when there's the part of the body where there's irritating chemicals that accumulate around the nerve endings and the reflexes 
um, and these reflexes are found in the feet, hands, and ears. And um, so, and these relate to those stress parts of the body. So yes, we can go in and uh, and touch a certain spot on the feet, hands, and ears, um, which which will help the clear what we call blockages or congestion, which is actually those irritating chemicals that we're talking about. Um, you know, it, it's because those, those, that congestion slows down the flow of, um, you have a flow of the bioelectrical current within the, the nerves, and uh, the nerve impulses don't flow properly, you know, if you do have these irritating chemicals accumulate. So when you, when you touch those reflex points, it has a way of just working it out and clearing the blockages for, the, for that particular area that is blocked. So when you say stress, you know, I generally think of stress um, in life where somebody says something that upsets me or I have a negative thought. But there and there are also stresses from uh, pollution, from uh, um, chemicals, from uh, pollen in the air. Is, is is that that sounds to me like another source of stress? Well, stress is really interesting. Um, we need stress in order to stay, to, in order to work. You know, that's the friction. In order to walk, in order to get through our everyday life. It's our catalyst to living. But at the same time, the overabundance of stress, be it environmental or um, physical, um, that is when, say, say there's a trauma that hits, it, our bodies are so intricate, so wonderful in taking that um, trauma and holding on to it so we can actually survive it. If we hear bad news, the first thing we do is, and hold our breath. We take a deep breath and hold it. We don't release the breath so that trauma can flow through our body. So many people, especially grief or bad, very, you know, traumatic news, will take that breath, and the next thing you know, there's congestion within the lung area, the uh, sinus passages, you know, you've, it, you've got to, you get a cough. That is the result of our body taking the stress so we can survive the trauma. When the body becomes congested, it's telling us, it's time to release that stress. It's time to get rid of the stress. We do not want to be in any type of dis-ease condition. So um, reflexology, yes, I can go to lung uh, points that are in the hands, feet, and ears. I can go to the sinus points. There are, there's facial reflexology, which is magnificent, and um, touch those sinus points to help you breathe um, and help you be able to think clearly and be able to get up and make your day work faster um, because we are faced with so much environmental that we do not know, you know, that's around us. That, that's 
fascinating. And you actually just explained to me why I was naturally doing a lot of deep breathing this morning (laughs) in order to um, clear my congestion. So that that's absolutely fascinating to me. And I, I'll just share one more thing, too, because as a child, I used to hold my breath when I got upset. Um, and, and so there was a pattern for most of my life where I would hold my breath until I did a lot of yoga and a lot of deep breathing and learned how to breathe um, a full breath and release a full breath. Clearly, we don't do it 100% of the time, so we still get congested sometimes. But that link, I had never made that before. That's fascinating to me because I also had lifetime history of um, sinus infections, and I had pneumonia twice and and so on. So it's all connected. Yes, um, and sometimes if you can go back and think about when you first encountered your first pneumonia or bronchitis, what trauma hit? You know, what trauma did it? But, But when your body is ready to say, hey, pay attention to me, which in today's world with stress, we don't take time to be still and, and listen to what our body's trying to tell us. So um, when, when someone is on, say, on my table and I'm reflexing and they all of a sudden a thought pops into their head, I may hit, say, a lung point. A thought may pop into your head that you had not thought of for years. What happens is reflexology will slow the system, slow the systems down. They will, it will go into, and heavens knows how many systems I'm working with because, you know, like I said, one system balances another, balances another, releases another, and releases another. Um, and that way you can actually process, realize what happened way back then, let it go, you don't have to carry it anymore, and start. And you'll find yourself able to breathe much better, to be able to face the world much better. The whole thing with reflexology, it's so subtle that people think they should be healed quickly. Well, it takes. It took a while for you to get there. It's going to take you a while to get away. You may be processing for days after your reflexology session, but it's that subtle. It's still going to continue on. For I've had clients tell me, you know, that lasted me a whole week. I was like in in this wonderful place for a week. So it's de-stressing balancing, um, and like at the integration. Now, working one, working just the hands is valid. Working just the ears, valid. The feet, the foot has the biggest map. So um, that's, that's almost an easier way to detect a, something within the system that may be a little bit sensitive, okay? But working them individually is a good thing. Working all three in the same session is better. Um, 
you know, working with the integration will yield the best results of all three. So, um, yes, that's how so it works. How, so how, how do you know where to focus, like on which system? Is it by what your client is telling you or what you see presenting? Do you get clues from the body or from what the client is telling you? Or intuitively? Well, it's a, every single one that you said. That's a, a, that's a total yes um, in every one. You, of course, before I, I speak to my client, how are you, what's going on, they fill out a form, they let me know what's happening, I need to know, you know, what they, surgeries in the past, you know, what's bothering them. If they have a pre-existing condition, that's pretty standard, um, you know, for the professional reflexologist, and um, however, as you as you start to to work and intuit these places, you feel, um, you know, for instance, I can feel the temperature, I can feel the of the skin, I can feel the bumpiness, the smoothness, the difference in the change in the texture of the skin. Um, you know, a, a constricted muscle, a constricted or a, um, a totally relaxed muscle. You know, you can, you just pick up signs and then they will speak. You can even tell by the color, you know. Sometimes it's, I noticed the um, other day with one of my wonderful clients, a her face turned a beautiful red when all of a sudden the blockage was cleared but then there was a white spot. She had a different, um, a different color around her lips, which in facial reflexology means something is going on in that system. It's a color change. It's totally walk, watching the body language, the body, um, um, you know, the results of the movement of the blockages. So it, that tells me, okay, I can go to that point on the feet or the hands or the ears. Wherever I am and they get that result, I, I know to stay there. And some of those reflex points will just invite you in. You have no idea why you're going to that point. It just invites you in. And before you know it, they go, oh, my goodness, what is that? You know, and I can, you know, my answer would be, not quite sure, but your body certainly needs it. You know, of course, it's close to the the diaphragm, the celiac ganglion, which is the solar plexus. Um, it can, or it can be, you may have hurt your foot. Did you wear some feet? You know, did you go barefooted, foot barefoot? I mean, there's several things that can happen, but. Um, but when those points invite you in, you know you've got something going on within that system. Thank you so much. We have about two minutes left, so I want you to take that time to share with us whatever we haven't covered yet that you think is important for us to know. Um, well... I think probably um, people have, I think people have a feeling that reflexology, you know, people sitting in a chair and just rubbing feet, um, it's, 
reflexology, for a professional reflexologist, it is a science it is an art. We have actually gone to school. We have actually studied it. We have actually, um, we, it becomes a passion when you see a client who can barely walk up uh, and get on your table, and they can barely walk. They can barely bend over to take their shoes and socks off, um, and they get on the table. But after they're finished, um, they it up. They can put their shoes and socks on. They can walk to their car. It is a gratification that increases the passion within that reflexologist. It is um, it is gratifying to me, and um, you know, and I uh, the benefits of re- to see the benefits of reflexology, um, which brings me to another point. Reflexology seriously reduces the blockage around the nerve endings and and it soothes those nerves which does help with relaxation uh, pain reduction and elimination um, improving the circulation it increases um, the oxygen as well as the nutrient supply of the body Um, you're detoxing so after a reflexology session, the importance of water, I can't stress. It's just like you would do if you did any other type of body work. It, you're still detoxing. Um, it helps. Um, it increases the sense of well-being. That vitality comes back. You have a better quality of life. You have a feeling of well-being. Um, that is de-stressing, and that's what people need. And, um, and also reflexology is the power of touch. If you were to take the O-U-C out, uh, O-U-C-H, that's ouch. You put a T in front of it, that's touch. People that's, heal through the power of touch. That's and that, that is a safe and nurturing um, thing for people and they don't have to take their clothes off when they're on my table all they have to do is take their shoes off (laughs) i love it i I love it and i love ending on on the laughter um (laughs) so i so much appreciate your sharing your passion and knowledge and wisdom with us and because i think it's also about as much about the Um, process as it is and the technique as it is about the person delivering it and you're clearly a delight and a healer and thank you for sharing Um, and and I would like to now just before break introduce our second um, guest who's going to come on in the third segment right after break Rosemary Hall will be joining us she's a licensed clinical social worker and was the clinical coordinator for the LSU Department of Psychiatry for Children. In 2005, Rosemary relocated to Dallas and opened a business with her two daughters. Part of Rosemary's decision to leave social work was due to her own PTSD from childhood violence and abuse. She continues her therapeutic journey by attending my monthly meetup group. She's here to talk with us about her personal healing journey and how my creative problem-solving process has helped her. I'm your host, Dr. Paula 
the life doctor and you're listening to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit stay tuned we'll be right back Change the seventh wave channel on the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one of a kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Hello again. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm here with Rosemary Hall to talk about her healing journey from PTSD and her her participation in my meetup group. Rosemary has a unique perspective because she also has helped others heal from abuse as a social worker. So welcome, Rosemary. Thank you so much for being on today. Paula, thank you so much for asking me to be on your show. I feel privileged. Thank you. Thank you. So what would you like to share? Tell us... um, what's important for you and why it's important for you to be on the show and, and to share your story. I think for me, um, well, I'm very lucky to have met you and, um, you know, I think kind of in a comedic point of view, I met you at Kinko's. Um, I was, uh, had moved to Dallas and I still felt that I needed, um, some assistance with, um, working through uh, the PTSD, and I, I happened to see some lady leave some materials on a, a printer at Kinko's, and your name was on it, and I said, oh, I love art, and maybe I could um, express myself through that, so I wrote your name down and went and got on your um, email list, 
and it wasn't, um, you know, it could have been a year later, I got um, my first uh, contact with you because you were starting up your meetup group, and I've been with you doing that about two years, and oh my gosh, it's been so helpful to me. Um, you know, coming from an abused family, um, I, I feel like I have taken on uh, perf- perfectionistic um, characteristics and going in and doing the creative uh, art we do and then um, linking it with what do I want to work on today has helped me realize that I don't have to be perfect and no piece of art is looked at in a perfect manner. And um, it's actually kind of elementary, but does it help me? Absolutely. So um, just to take you all back a little, um, I grew up in a very, um, I I minimized a lot of my childhood uh, that I found out when I started counseling in 1989. Um, My dad um, abused every family member and ended up, he was an alcoholic and ended up finding out that he had um, at that time called manic depressive illness, but today it's called bipolar he did get on meds but and quit the drinking, but he never made amends with any of his family. Um, through that process with the, the um, family situation, I developed a sense of, well, again, minimizing, but I also had to take charge of being my mom's mom because she was an alcoholic. So I shoved everything down because I had to be on, on task. And then it ended up that I developed startle response type issues. Um, And as your last guest said, I have breathing issues where I will shallow breathe and then um, that causes me to to have some anxiety. And in your sessions that we do at Meetup, it helps me to um, be aware of that and to, to deep breathe. And through the art, it comes out with that crayon. And then um, a talking therapeutic process is very cathartic for me. Um, And that's what caused me to realize when I was in the social work um, profession, the PTSD um, issues would come up for me because uh, dealing with uh, children and then the parents, um, I would get... um, startle responses there. And again, that's where that transparency, where I I, I kind of got my breathing issues and some of the other issues from a person with PTSD. Um, And that would go over where I didn't feel like I was able to be on task with my um, patients or clients. So that's why I stepped back from social work. Um, And I want to stress to people that um, there are different... uh, times in people's lives where traumatic events that happen in their childhood can cause them to uh, revisit them, and they don't even know why they're uh, uptight. But for me, it was my dad's death in 89, and um, that caused me to realize, oh, my gosh, I am so depressed. I've got two darling daughters who are 10 and 12 at the time, and I'm not able to be the mom I wanted to be. And I, I realized that one day. When I'm literally in the bed with the covers over my head and my kids, I could hear them out playing in the pool. And I said, my gosh, I'm under the covers. And it was always on a Sunday. And I realized that the thing I was minimizing was the fact that I came home from church one Sunday when I was 10 and my mom attempted suicide. And from that, that got buried 
And then when my children are at around the same age as me, this issue popped up. And I go, my gosh, I'm so depressed. I'm under the covers. I need counseling. And thank God I paid attention to myself. And I went. And that's what I learned from the psychologist I first went to. I was minimizing everything about my childhood. And I know it was just to you know, maintain level in my life. And I'm so glad I went to her and I stuck with her for a couple of months, one-on-one. And she said, look, I'm starting a group. I am such a believer in the group process, like your meetup group, Dr. Paula, is that when we're in there with others, we can help each other along. And then we've got the monitored um, psychologist or social worker in there to help guide us. And we can get through so much with that process by doing it with another. I stayed in a support group, and I used to kind of be embarrassed, and then I'm, like, proud of it, 14 years to help me, and I literally developed a new family within that group. The therapist became like our parent, and I literally went back to college. I got my master's and developed a new sense of what a family could be like. Then that helped me to create a family for my two daughters. Uh, Ultimately, they say in counseling, there's statistics to show that when one um, party of a couple goes to counseling and the other doesn't, that most often the two are not going to last. Because for me, as an example, I changed from the girl my ex-husband married. I was not her anymore. I wasn't the girl that was the doormat, the people pleaser, the... Uh, one that somebody could control, that um, let, told me when I was going to do things. I, I changed. I gained a self-esteem, and I learned that I'm a person, too, and I have um, just as much uh, validity in, a, in a, a couple relationship. I realized in there that my ex-husband and I did not have a partnership, and that is, to me, what marriage is all about, um, is partnership, and that that wasn't what we had. So I did change, and it was inevitable. We were not going to continue to be in uh, a marital relationship anymore. But through all that process, I uh, ended up moving away into um, a different city, and I am near my two daughters and in business with them. And I can look today and um, see through them that that process of that therapeutic going in and and bearing uh, past um, experiences and all is a very very painful process, and if and it, it's um, you want to run from it. But uh, if I can tell people out there if they could hang in there and gain that uh, trust with a very ethical social worker psychologist, that process is such, it's a miracle to me uh, to be able to be where I am today and function in this society. And yeah, I'm going to have my ups and downs, but it's not filled with depression, regret, minimizing. I, I can help my daughters realize don't minimize things with your children, you know, and and I feel like, you know, they say, mom, we can handle it sometimes, but I know that they trust that I have some experience behind me, and it, it's, it'll help them with their kids. And then it changes that multi-generational dysfunction. Um, everybody's got dysfunction in their life, but the um, functioning 
It's how you manage it. And it's the functioning dysfunction, if, uh, if I can say it like that, that um, nothing's perfect, but if we manage it can be in a way that um, we're not abusing others, where we're taking our part, we admit our fault. I admit my fault all, all the time to my children. I, I'm so sorry I did that or said that. Um, and, 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 and that'll help people with their kids to be able to help their kids. And again, that's where all that um, continuation of the dysfunction is. It's a cycle, and it's, it's really a scary thing to jump out of, but it's worth it in the end. So your group process, um, we're, we're in there mainly with, um, there's another darling lady in there with me, and we, we're ones that come in consistently. I know there's been a few others, and again, maybe for them, it was kind of painful, so they didn't want to come back. But the two of us in there with you, Dr. Paula, to be able to express ourselves through our art, and it's funny how we, we do work on our perfection, and we'll each say, oh, my, my picture doesn't look so good today. And literally, it's so elementary and such a process of um, almost thick people sometimes, but it is so cathartic after I leave there. It literally helps me for the rest of the month and makes me realize that I don't have to be perfect, that you're not judging me. You're in there helping me to work through my everyday stuff. My load is lighter, but I still want to keep learning on how to get through um, daily um, experiences that might be a little difficult for me. I sometimes, after my divorce, realize that I can drink too much, um, and I don't do it. I'm very, very aware of it. I was not aware of it in all the pain and suffering I had um, when I did go through a divorce. That's such a difficult process, um, and I, I feel like I, I drank too much wine, and uh, it did get me through sometimes that I, I probably had challenges, but I know that's not the way handle and then there's the alcoholism in my family so uh through our process we we discussed that i want to tell you honestly everything that i do that helps that i think is going to make me cope but alcohol is not a good coping mechanism believe me going to your group doing the art is the process um that I want to stick with and then, again, be totally transparent and honest to you so that we can work through any issues I have and don't go to things like um, addictions of, of any kind to, you know, think my life is going to be good with that. So I, I really try to um, keep you notified of that. Um, some other things that I noticed and along I, the way... I'm sorry, we're we're at the um, end. We just have um, a couple minutes left. So um, one more minute, and then I need um, to close with my group. So go ahead and, and finish what you wanted to say. No, I, I just, uh, from my experiences and also from being a social worker and um, educating people is uh, when issues come up and you have children and you're like uptight, is to just maybe take a minute, wait, did something happen to me at the age my children are now? And pay attention to that. Some of the issues that I had that were, um, that were in conjunction with some of this was I went, my first experience that I sobbed to the dentist, I had TMJ. I was, was grinding my teeth like crazy in the middle okay, of the night. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, Rosemary. We have to close, but TMJ, that's an important piece too, and I'll pick up on that in another conversation. But thank you so much 
for joining us and for sharing your story and for giving other people hope. We can heal. And I am very grateful to you for sharing that with us. Um, this And, and um, I look forward to next week. For those of you who want to check out my meetup group, we meet Wednesdays at 1130 to 1, the fourth Wednesday of the month. So a, a week from yesterday, we will be meeting. Check it out on my website, paulajoyce.com. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. And have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.